Section 6 of Sherman's March to the Sea and the Burning of Columbia, South Carolina, from his Memoirs, by William Tecumseh Sherman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 6, Chapter 21, Part 5. Here terminated the March to the Sea, and I only add a few letters, selected out of many, to illustrate the general feeling of rejoicing throughout the country at the time i only regarded the march from atlanta to savannah as a shift of base as the transfer of a strong army which had no opponent and had finished its then work from the interior to a point on the sea-coast from which it could achieve other important results i considered this march as a means to an end and not as an essential act of war still then as now the march to the sea was generally regarded as something extraordinary something anomalous something out of the usual order of events whereas in fact i simply moved from atlanta to savannah as one step in the direction of richmond a movement that had to be met and defeated or the war was necessarily at an end were i to express my measure of the relative importance of the march to the sea and of that from savannah northward i would place the former at one and the latter at ten or the maximum i now close this long chapter by giving a tabular statement of the losses during the march and the number of prisoners captured the property captured consisted of horses and mules by the thousands and of quantities of subsistence stores that aggregate very large but may be measured with sufficient accuracy by assuming that sixty-five thousand men obtained abundant food for about forty days and thirty-five thousand animals were fed for a like period so as to reach savannah in splendid flesh and condition i also add a few of the more important letters that passed between generals grant halleck and myself which illustrate our opinions at that stage of the war statement of casualties and prisoners captured by the army in the field campaign of georgia officers killed ten men killed ninety three officers wounded twenty four men wounded four hundred and four officers missing one men missing two hundred and seventy seven officers captured seventy seven men captured one thousand two hundred sixty one headquarters of the army washington december sixteenth eighteen sixty four major-general sherman via hilton head general lieutenant-general grant informs me that in his last dispatch sent to you he suggested the transfer of your infantry to richmond he now wishes me to say that you will retain your entire force at least for the present and with such assistance as may be given you by general foster and admiral dahlgren operate from such base as you may establish on the coast general foster will obey such instructions as may be given by you should you have captured savannah it is thought that by transferring the water batteries to the land side that place may be made a good depot and base of operations on augusta branchville or charleston if savannah should not be captured or if captured and not deemed suitable for this purpose perhaps beaufort could serve as a depot as the rebels have probably removed their most valuable property from augusta perhaps branchville would be the most important point at which to strike in order to sever all connection between virginia and the southwestern railroad 
general grant's wishes however are that this whole matter of your future actions should be entirely left to your discretion we can send you from here a number of complete batteries of field artillery with or without horses as you may desire also as soon as general thomas can spare them all the fragments convalescence and furloughed men of your army it is reported that thomas defeated hood yesterday near nashville but we have no particulars nor official reports telegraphic communication being interrupted by a heavy storm our last advises from you was general howard's note announcing his approach to savannah yours truly h w halleck major-general chief of staff headquarters of the army washington december eighteenth eighteen sixty four major-general w t sherman savannah via hilton head my dear general yours of the thirteenth by major anderson is just received i congratulate you on your splendid success and shall very soon expect to hear of the crowning work of your campaign the capture of savannah your march will stand out prominently as the great one of this great war when savannah falls then for another wide swath through the centre of the confederacy but i will not anticipate general grant is expected here this morning and will probably write you his own views i do not learn from your letter or from major anderson that you are in want of anything which we have not provided at hilton head thinking it probable that you might want more field artillery i had prepared several batteries but the great difficulty of foraging horses on the sea-coast will prevent our sending any unless you actually need them the hay-crop this year is short and the quartermaster's department has great difficulty in procuring a supply for our animals general thomas has defeated hood near nashville and it is hoped that he will completely crush his army breckinridge at last accounts was trying to form a junction near murfreesboro but as thomas is between them breckinridge must either retreat or be defeated general rosecrans made very bad work of it in missouri allowing price with a small force to overrun the state and destroy millions of property orders have been issued for all officers and detachments having three months or more to serve to rejoin your army via savannah those having less than three months to serve will be retained by general thomas should you capture charleston i hope that by some accident the place may be destroyed and if a little salt should be sown upon its site it may prevent the growth of future crops of nullification and succession yours truly h w halleck major-general chief of staff headquarters of the army washington december eighteenth eighteen sixty four to major-general w t sherman commanding military division of the mississippi my dear general i have just received and read i need not tell you with how much gratification your letter to general halleck i congratulate you and the brave officers and men under your command on the successful termination of your most brilliant campaign i never had a doubt of the result when apprehensions for your safety were expressed by the president i assured him with the army you had and you in command of it there was no danger but you would strike bottom on salt water some place that i would not feel the same security in fact would not have entrusted the expedition to any other living commander it has been very hard work to get thomas to attack hood i gave him the most peremptory order and had started to go there myself before he got off he has done magnificently however since he started 
up to last night five thousand prisoners and forty-nine pieces of captured artillery besides many wagons and innumerable small arms had been received in nashville this is exclusive of the enemy's loss of franklin which amounted to thirteen general officers killed wounded and captured the enemy probably lost five thousand men at franklin and ten thousand in the last three days operations breckinridge is said to be making for murfreesboro i think he is in a most excellent place stoneman has already wiped out john morgan's old command and five days ago entered bristol i did think the best thing to do was to bring the greater part of your army here and wipe out lee the turn affairs now seem to be taking has shaken me in that opinion i doubt whether you may not accomplish more toward that result where you are than if brought here especially as i am informed since my arrival in the city that it would take about two months to get you here with all the other calls there are for ocean transportation i want to get your views about what ought to be done and what can be done if you capture the garrison of savannah it certainly will compel lee to detach from richmond or give us nearly the whole south my own opinion is that lee is averse to going out of virginia and if the cause of the south is lost he wants richmond to be the last place surrendered if he has such views it may be well to indulge him until we get everything else in our hands congratulating you and the army again upon the splendid results of your campaign the like of which is not read of in past history i subscribe myself more than ever if possible your friend u s grant lieutenant general headquarters of the army city point virginia december twenty sixth eighteen sixty four major general w t sherman savannah georgia general your very interesting letter of the twenty-second instant brought by major gray of general foster's staff is fast at hand as the major starts back at once i can do no more at present than simply acknowledge its receipt the capture of savannah with all its immense stores must tell upon the people of the south all well here yours truly u s grant lieutenant-general headquarters military division of the mississippi savannah georgia december twenty fourth eighteen sixty four lieutenant-general u s grant city point virginia general your letter of december eighteenth is just received i feel very much gratified at receiving the handsome commendation you pay my army i will in general orders convey to the officers and men the substance of your note i am also pleased that you have modified your former orders for i feared that the transportation by sea would very much disturb the unity and morale of my army now so perfect the occupation of savannah which i have heretofore reported completes the first part of our game and fulfils a greater part of your instructions and we are now engaged in dismantling the rebel forts which bear upon the sea channels and transferring the heavy ordnance and ammunition to fort pulaski and hilton head where they can be more easily guarded than if left in the city the rebel inner lines are well adapted to our purposes and with slight modifications can be held by a comparatively small force and in about ten days i expect to be ready to sally forth again i feel no doubt whatever as to our future plans i have thought them over so long and well that they appear as clear as daylight 
i left augusta untouched on purpose because the enemy will be in doubt as to my objective point after we cross the savannah river whether it be augusta or charleston and will naturally divide his forces i will then move either on branchville or columbia by any curved line that gives us the best supplies breaking up in our course as much railroad as possible then ignoring charleston and augusta both i will occupy columbia and camden pausing there long enough to observe the effect i would then strike for the charleston and wilmington railroad somewhere between the santee and cape fear rivers and if possible communicate with the fleet under admiral dahlgren whom i find a most agreeable gentleman accommodating himself to our wishes and plans then i would favor an attack on wilmington in the belief that porter and butler will fail in their present undertaking charleston is now a mere desolated wreck and is hardly worth the time it would take to starve it out still i am aware that historically and politically much importance is attached to the place and it may be that apart from its military importance both you and the administration may prefer i should give it more attention and it would be well for you to give me some general idea on that subject for otherwise i would treat it as i have expressed as a point of little importance after all its railroads leading into the interior have been destroyed or occupied by us but on the hypothesis of ignoring charleston and taking wilmington i would then favor a movement direct on raleigh the game is then up with lee unless he comes out of richmond avoids you and fights me in which case i should reckon on your being on his heels now that hood is used up by thomas i feel disposed to bring the matter to an issue as quick as possible i feel confident that i can break up the whole railroad system of south carolina and north carolina and beyond the roanoke either at raleigh or weldon by the time spring fairly opens and if you feel confident that you can whip lee outside of his entrenchments i feel equally confident that i can handle him in the open country one reason why i would ignore charleston is this that i believe hardy will reduce the garrison to a small force with plenty of provisions i know that the neck back of charleston can be made impregnable to assault and we will hardly have time for siege operations i will have to leave in savannah a garrison and if thomas can spare them i would like to have all detachments convalescents etc belonging to these four corps sent forward at once i do not want to cripple thomas because i regard his operations as all-important and i have ordered him to pursue hood down into alabama trusting to the country for supplies i reviewed one of my corps to-day and shall continue to review the whole army i do not like to boast but believe this army has a confidence in itself that makes it almost invincible i wish you could run down and see us it would have a good effect and show to both armies that they are acting on a common plan the weather is now cool and pleasant and the general health very good your true friend w t sherman major-general headquarters military division of the mississippi in the field savannah georgia december twenty four eighteen sixty four major-general h w halleck chief of staff washington d c general i had the pleasure of receiving your two letters of the sixteenth and eighteenth instant to-day 
and feel more than usually flattered by the high encomiums you have passed on our recent campaign which is now complete by the occupation of savannah i am also very glad that general grant has changed his mind about embarking my troops for james river leaving me free to make the broad swath you describe through south and north carolina and still more gratified at the news from thomas in tennessee because it fulfils my plans which contemplated his being able to dispose of hood in case he ventured north of the tennessee river so i think on the whole i can chuckle over jeff davis's disappointment in not turning my atlanta campaign into a moscow disaster i have just finished a long letter to general grant and have explained to him that we are engaged in shifting our base from the ogeechee to the savannah river dismantling all the forts made by the enemy to bear upon the salt-water channels transferring the heavy ordnance etc to fort pulaski and hilton head and in remodelling the enemy's interior lines to suit our future plans and purposes i have also laid down the programme for a campaign which i can make this winter and which will put me in the spring on the roanoke in direct communication with general grant on james river in general terms my plan is to turn over to general foster the city of savannah to sally forth with my army resupplied cross the savannah feign on charleston and augusta but strike between breaking en route the charleston and augusta railroad also a large part of that from branchville and camden toward north carolina and then rapidly to move for some point of the railroad from charleston to wilmington between the santee and cape fear rivers then communicating with the fleet in the neighborhood of georgetown i would turn upon wilmington or charleston according to the importance of either i rather prefer wilmington as a live place over charleston which is dead and unimportant when its railroad communications are broken i take it for granted that the present movement on wilmington will fail if i should determine to take charleston i would turn across the country which i have hunted over many a time from santee to mount pleasant throwing one wing on the peninsula between the ashley and cooper after accomplishing one or other of these ends i would make a bee-line for raleigh or weldon when lee would be forced to come out of richmond or acknowledge himself beaten he would i think by the use of the danville railroad throw himself rapidly between me and grant leaving richmond in the hands of the latter this would not alarm me for i have an army which i think can manoeuvre and i would force him to attack me at a disadvantage always under the supposition that grant would be on his heels and if worse comes to the worst i can fight my way down to albemarle sound or newborn i think the time has come now when we should attempt the boldest moves and my experience is that they are easier of execution than more timid ones because the enemy is disconcerted by them as for instance my recent campaign i also doubt the wisdom of concentration beyond a certain extent for the roads of this country limit the amount of men that can be brought to bear in any one battle and i do not believe that any one general can handle more than sixty thousand men in battle i think our campaign of the last month as well as every step i take from this point northward is as much a direct attack upon lee's army as though we were operating within the sound of his artillery 
i am very anxious that thomas should follow up his success to the very utmost point my orders to him before i left kingston were after beating hood to follow him as far as columbus mississippi or selma alabama both of which lie in districts of country which are rich in corn and meat i attach more importance to these deep incisions into the enemy's country because this war differs from european wars in this particular we are not only fighting hostile armies but a hostile people and must make old and young rich and poor feel the hard hand of war as well as their organized armies i know that this recent movement of mine through georgia has had a wonderful effect in this respect thousands who had been deceived by their lying newspapers to believe that we were being whipped all the time now realize the truth and have no appetite for a repetition of the same experience to be sure jeff davis has his people under pretty good discipline but i think faith in him is much shaken in georgia and before we have done with her south carolina will not be quite so tempestuous i will bear in mind your hint as to charleston and do not think that salt will be necessary when i move the fifteenth corps will be on the right of the right wing and their position will naturally bring them into charleston first and if you have watched the history of that corps you will have remarked that they generally do their work pretty well the truth is the whole army is burning with an insatiable desire to wreak vengeance upon south carolina i almost tremble at her fate but feel that she deserves all that seems in store for her many and many a person in georgia asked me why we did not go to south carolina and when i answered that we were en route for that state the invariable reply was well if you will make those people feel the utmost severities of war we will pardon you for your desolation of georgia i look upon columbia as quite as bad as charleston and i doubt if we shall spare the public buildings there as we did at milledgeville i have been so busy lately that i have not yet made my official report and i think i had better wait until i get my subordinate reports before attempting it as i am anxious to explain clearly not only the reasons for every step but the amount of execution done and this i cannot do until i get the subordinate reports for we march the whole distance in four or more columns and of course i could only be present with one and generally that one engaged in destroying railroads this work of destruction was performed better than usual because i had an engineer regiment provided with claws to twist the bars after being heated such bars can never be used again and the only way in which a railroad line can be reconstructed across georgia is to make a new road from fairburn station twenty-four miles southwest of atlanta to madison a distance of one hundred miles and before that can be done i propose to be on the road from augusta to charleston which is a continuation of the same i felt somewhat disappointed at hardy's escape but really am not to blame i moved as quickly as possible to close up the union causeway but intervening obstacles were such that before i could get troops on the road hardy had slipped out still i know that the men that were in savannah will be lost in a measure to jeff davis for the georgia troops under g w smith declared they would not fight in south carolina and they have gone north en route for augusta and i have reason to believe the north carolina troops have gone to wilmington in other words they are scattered 
i have reason to believe that beauregard was present in savannah at the time of its evacuation and think that he and hardy are now in charleston making preparations for what they suppose will be my next step please say to the president that i have received his kind message through colonel markland and feel thankful for his high favor if i disappoint him in the future it shall not be from want of zeal or love to the cause from you i expect a full and frank criticism of my plans for the future which may enable me to correct errors before it is too late i do not wish to be rash but want to give my rebel friends no chance to accuse us of want of enterprise or courage assuring you of my high personal respect i remain as ever your friend w t sherman major-general general order number three war department adjutant general's office washington january fourteenth eighteen sixty five the following resolution of the senate and house of representatives is published to the army public resolution number four joint resolution tendering the thanks of the people and of congress to major-general william t sherman and the officers and soldiers of his command for their gallant conduct in their late brilliant movement through georgia be it resolved by the senate and the house of representatives of the united states of america in congress assembled that the thanks of the people and of the congress of the united states are due and are hereby tendered to major-general william t sherman and through him to the officers and men under his command for their gallantry and good conduct in their late campaign from chattanooga to atlanta and the triumphal march thence through georgia to savannah terminating in the capture and occupation of that city and that the president cause a copy of this joint resolution to be engrossed and forwarded to major-general sherman approved january tenth eighteen sixty five by order of the secretary of war w a nichols assistant adjutant-general end of section six